Welcome to Crime, Corruption, and Cocktails, the true crime podcast where we look at cases of corruption and negligence and examine their historical and cultural implications. Today, I'm drinking a black cherry white claw. And I'm drinking a red wine. And on this week's episode, we will be looking at the circumstances surrounding the death of Brittany Murphy. Many people were shocked when the seemingly healthy Murphy died at the age of 32 from a reported case of pneumonia. Before we get into the events surrounding her death, we're going to discuss Brittany's life and career. Brittany Murphy was born Brittany Ann Bertolotti on November 10, 1977, to Sharon Murphy and Angelo Bertolotti in Atlanta, Georgia. Her parents divorced when she was two, and she was raised by her mother in Edison, New Jersey. From the age of four, she was trained in singing, dancing, and acting. In 1991, Sharon encouraged Britney's passion for acting and relocated to Los Angeles to aid in Britney's career. Murphy said her mother never tried to stifle her creativity and she considered her mother a critical factor in her later success, saying, quote, when I asked my mom to move to California, she sold everything and moved out here for me. She always believed in me, end quote. Murphy landed her first job in Hollywood when she was 13, starring as Brenda Drexel in the series Drexel's Class. Murphy's breakthrough role was in her second feature film, the teen comedy Clueless, in 1995. She began the 2000s with the leading role in Don't Say a Word, a TV adaptation of the novel The Devil's Arithmetic, 8 Mile, and Uptown Girl. In 2003, she starred in the romantic comedies Just Married and Little Black Book and the critically acclaimed movie Sin City. Film critic Roger Ebert frequently acclaimed Murphy's acting talent and comedic timing, giving good reviews to several of her films and comparing her to Lucille Ball. In May 2007, Murphy married British screenwriter Simon Monjack in a private Jewish ceremony in Los Angeles. For the last three and a half years of her life, Murphy, her mother, and Monjack lived together in the same house. Murphy had been taking care of her mother, who struggled with neuropathy stemming from breast cancer, and her husband, who suffered from seizures and sleep apnea. According to family friend Alex Block, quote, On her final night, Brittany was gasping for breath, her lips turning blue from a lack of oxygen as her lungs filled with fluid, end quote. He continued, Quote, she took the antibiotic biaxin, migraine pills, cough medicine, and an over-the-counter nasal spray. Early the following morning, Brittany told her mom, I'm dying, I'm going to die, mommy, I love you, End quote. Her mom desperately called 911. At 8 a.m. on December 20th, 2009, the Los Angeles Fire Department responded to a medical request. Firefighters attempted to resuscitate Murphy on the scene. She was transported to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, where she died at 10.04 after going into a cardiac arrest. Shortly after her death, Assistant Chief Coroner Ed Winter told the Associated Press, quote, it appears to be natural, end quote. An autopsy was performed the day after she died. Her death certificate listed the cause of death as deferred. On February 4, 2010, the Los Angeles County Coroner stated that the primary cause of Murphy's death was pneumonia, with secondary factors of iron deficiency anemia and multiple drug intoxication. On February 25, 2010, the coroner released a report stating that Murphy had been taking a range of over-the-counter and prescription medications 
with the most likely reason being to treat a cold or respiratory infection. These included quote-unquote elevated levels of hydrocodone, acetaminophen, L-methamphetamine, and chlorpheniramine. All of the drugs were legal, and the death was ruled to be an accident. But the report observed, quote, the possible adverse physiological effects of elevated levels of these medications cannot be discounted, especially in her weakened state, end quote. Unfortunately, the tragedy around Brittany's death does not end with her. Her husband, Simon, died five months later in the same house where Brittany died. He also died from acute pneumonia and anemia. So with that, let's dive into some theories about what happened. The first theory is that Brittany Murphy died as her autopsy stated, which was from pneumonia. The combination of the effects of pneumonia and anemia and the drugs she was taking put a massive burden on her heart, which resulted in cardiac arrest. The second theory is connected to the first, but ties Brittany and Simon's death back to a trip to Puerto Rico in November of 2009. Brittany, Simon, and Brittany's mother, Sharon, traveled to Puerto Rico when Brittany started shooting a movie there. She was fired from the project with rumors ranging from her being difficult to Simon being drunk on set. The family decided to stay on the island and make a vacation out of it. While there, Simon and Sarah caught staphylococcus. On the flight back to Los Angeles, Murphy gave her husband CPR after he said he was having a quote-unquote mild heart attack. Murphy also caught staphylococcus and it hit her really bad. By the middle of December, she had a terrible case of laryngitis and was having her second period in a month, which resulted in anemia. For six weeks, she thought she could handle it and didn't seek medical attention, but finally called on Friday to make an appointment for Monday. She died before she could make that appointment. The third theory was proposed by Brittany's father, and that was that Brittany was murdered. He stated, quote, I have a feeling that there was definitely a murder situation here. Yeah, it's poison. Yes, yes, I know that, end quote. He ordered additional toxicology reports and claimed that his daughter's hair showed that there was 10 heavy metals in her system, including anomaly and barium. Sharon denied Angelo's claims in an open letter to the Hollywood Reporter. She said, quote, his claims are based on the most flimsy of evidence and are more of an insult than an insight into what really happened, end quote. The final theory is one now supported by Sharon, which states that toxic mold was responsible for Brittany and Simon's deaths. It was reported that the Los Angeles County Department of Health had considered toxic mold in their home as a possible cause for their deaths, but this was dismissed by Ed Winter, who stated that there was quote-unquote indicators that mold was a factor. Brittany's mother, Sharon, described the reports of mold contributing to their deaths as quote-unquote absurd and went on to state that inspecting the home for mold was never requested by the health department. In December 2011, Sharon Murphy changed her stance, announcing that toxic mold was indeed what killed her daughter and son-in-law and filed a lawsuit against the attorneys who represented her in an earlier suit against the builders of the home where her daughter and son-in-law died. So, Jenny, what do you think happened to Brittany Murphy? I think that her death was likely related to the illness that she had picked up after being in Puerto Rico and that her husband got while they were away. It's so strange that they died of the same cause. So, 
it makes me wonder if it was something that they were both exposed to. I did think it was mold at first, but her mom probably would have gotten sick too if it was mold and they were living in the same house. So to me, the mold makes sense, but it doesn't completely make sense because of that. She was sick for weeks leading up to her death, and I have heard that her and Simon work into holistic medicine. Not to say that there's anything wrong with holistic medicine, but I think at a certain point, different medical treatment needs to be sought out for certain types of illnesses, and I think Brittany's body just kind of gave out because it didn't get the proper care it needed. I don't think that murder is likely. I do agree that the toxicology reports that her dad got are pretty scary, but I've also heard the metal that they found could be from hair dye. So I guess maybe it could have been some type of accidental poisoning, but I don't really see who would go out and murder them. I do think Simon is a shady guy, and I think Brittany's mom is kind of weird, but I don't think either of them were involved, and police never viewed either of them as suspects either. So if I had to make a final statement on it, I would just say it was her illness and that it it was a natural cause. What do you think? I absolutely agree with you. I think it's one of those things where at first you're always looking for some sort of reason that makes sense because 32-year-olds don't just drop dead. So I definitely understand people's initial inclination to think that there was some foul play involved. But when you look at how sick she was and how long she was that sick, it just seemed to be a matter of time. And it just happens that pneumonia was the thing that put the ultimate strain on her heart. When it comes to Simon, I think it was very similar. He also had a lot of health problems that he was dealing with over a long period of time. And Brittany was actually the one taking care of him and managing his illness. So it's not a surprise that his illness probably got a lot worse after Brittany died and she wasn't able to take care of him, such as regulating his medicine. If you remember, only six or seven months before he died, he had a heart attack where he required CPR. So it just seems that while it's definitely very strange that the two deaths happened so close to each other in the same home. I think that ultimately both of them died from natural causes. Brittany's death is one of many where the official cause of death is disputed. Many times a cause of death is disputed when the family and or the public do not believe the official story given by investigators or the medical examiner's office. We're going to look at two other examples of this. The first one is George Reeves. George Reeves, who was known for playing Superman, died of a gunshot wound to the head in the upstairs bedroom of his home between 1.30 and 2 a.m. on June 16, 1959, according to the Los Angeles Police Department report. The police arrived within the hour. Present in the house at the time of the incident was Lenora Lemon, who was Reeves' fiance or girlfriend, William Bliss, writer Robert Condon, and Carol Van Wrinkle. Actors Alan Ladd and Gig Young were reportedly skeptical of the official determination. Reeves' friend, Rory Calhoun, told a reporter, quote, no one in Hollywood believed the suicide story, end quote. In their book, Hollywood Kryptonite, Sam Kirshner and Nancy Sodenberger made a case for the involvement of Tony Manick, the wife of MGM vice president and fixer for the mob, Eddie Manick, 
with whom Reeves had been having an affair with. Others suggested that Eddie had Reeves killed for his affair with Tony, but there are also reports that Eddie was fine with Tony and George as long as it didn't get too personal because he also had mistresses. So whether it was suicide or murder, there's still a lot of debate over it. Another disputed cause of death is that of Brian Jones. At around midnight on the night of July 2nd into the 3rd in 1969, Brian Jones, the founder and original leader of the Rolling Stones, was discovered motionless at the bottom of his swimming pool in Cotchford Farm. His girlfriend, Anna Wallen, was convinced he was alive when he was taken out of the pool, insisting he still had a pulse. However, by the time the doctors arrived, it was too late and he was pronounced dead on arrival at the hospital at the age of 27. The coroner's report stated it was a drowning, later clarified as, quote, death by misadventure, end quote, and noted his liver and heart were heavily enlarged by past drug and alcohol abuse. Theories surrounding Jones's death developed soon afterwards, with associates of the Stones claiming to have information that he was murdered. According to rock biographer Philip Norman, quote, the murder theory would bubble back to the surface every five years or so, end quote. In 1993, it was reported that Jones was murdered by Frank Thorogood, a builder who was doing construction work on the property. He was the last person to see Jones alive. Thorogood allegedly confessed the murder to the Rolling Stones driver Tom Keelock, who later denied this. Thorogood is alleged to have killed Jones in a fight over money. He had been paid £18,000 for his work on Cotchford Farm, but wanted another £6,000 from the musician. The killing is alleged to have been covered up by senior police officers when they discovered how badly the investigation into Jones's death had been botched by the local police. With the discovery of mold in Britney's house, this case also brought environmental concerns into the public discussion. Many worried how such an extensive house could have had such a deadly problem. Harvard University's International Center for Toxicology and Medicine estimates that upwards of 70% of homes have some type of mold. There is some conflict in the medical community as to how harmful mold toxins are, with one side claiming that they have no neurological damaging effects, and the other side likening mold to lead, with the more exposure to it, the more harmful it is. Being around mold may cause minor effects like a stuffy nose or coughing for some, but it can also cause stronger reactions in people with asthma, mold allergies, or weakened immune systems. In Brittany's case, the people around her stated that she was in very poor health due to a prolonged menstrual cycle, which could have made her susceptible to the worst effects of toxic mold. With Simon dying in the same house as Brittany just a few months later, many wondered whether Brittany's final home was haunted. Murphy's home was previously owned by Brittany Spears. While Spears lived there, she had a decidedly spooky experience with the house, according to her former makeup artist, Julianne Kay. Kay claims Spears recounted to her a run-in with supernatural forces, saying, quote, Spears had that place up on Sunset Plaza. And I'm just going to say, this is really weird. She calls me. I had my friend do Reiki healing on her. He had to come up. I guess she'd had a crazy partying weekend and needed to relax. He left. And she swears to God that he opened some spiritual portal or something. And that these bad spirits had come in. And they were trying to, like, push her down the stairs or something crazy. It was so bad that she left. End quote. Kay continued saying, Brittany went to the Casa Del Mar Hotel to stay there and never went back to the house. She goes, 
I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I know what I saw. I know what I felt. End quote. In the 11 years since Murphy and Monjack died, the property has been listed 10 different times. In 2013, a complete deconstruction and makeover of the sprawling mansion began, which lasted three years. Developers sought to tear down the original structure and upgraded the property into a contemporary design to fit with the SoCal lifestyle. In 2017, the home was sold to a new owner before it was sold again three months later at a $2 million loss. That wraps up this week's case. Thank you for listening. Let us know in the comments what you think about the circumstances surrounding the death of Brittany Murphy. You can read more about this case and how to support us in the links below. We will be back next week with a brand new episode focused on Jim Jones and the People's Temple. As always, stay safe.